You're listening to the 212 Roundtable Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Google Podcasts, as well as Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave a review and subscribe. You can also find the Brew Club at 212.beer. That's the number two, the word 12.beer. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching 212 Brew Club. Now on to the show. Here we are, in kind of a, a weird episode. Oh my god, my pocket's vaping. <laughs> oh my god, that's how people die, dude. <laughs> Let's start, up, start that over. Here we are, welcome to another episode of the 212 Roundtable. I'm Tony Gullick. And I'm Brandon Winnington. And this is kind of a different episode. We are going to, uh, well, a couple things. Mainly, we we're going to talk about uh, Prop Day, which we just attended, which was a lot of fun. Uh, had a blast, ran in some people. Fortunately, the cheap ass uh, pocket recorder I bought from Amazon—you get what you pay for—did uh, not work very well. It was so terrible that the background noise was fine, like you heard people around us. But anytime, and I, where I was holding it was pretty good. Like yeah. it wasn't like close to our faces. All of our voices were cracking. It was like just um, peaking. So bad that it was cracked and there was no way I could adjust it whatsoever. That sucks. Yeah, we had, uh, we, after every beer, uh, we hung out with Shalanda, after beer chick, um, and Clark Fetridge and his wife, Jessica, was also bummed about because she was going to be on. Yeah. <laughs> we talked to her. Uh, and we also talked yeah, to her. She was a beer expert, apparently. Uh, at that time, she was, yes. <laughs> her first time drinking <laughs> Bourbon County. Um, and we also spoke to Eric Flores, who, as you guys know, has been on the show before. Uh, two times um, already, and it was his recipe for prop this year. So it's kind of cool to talk to him. I I went through all the recordings to see if maybe that one, uh, out of all of them, I hoped was going to be good. But none of them turned out. So <laughs> Brandon looks like he's about to cry right now. <laughs> We're going to just kind of... was our entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. We had like eight recordings. It was... The plan was to go in between those recordings and and talk about that, but we'll we'll, we'll go over those beers, um, and then after the break, we have uh, some other things to discuss. Uh, it's kind of a bittersweet type of situation here, as things are about to change with this podcast. It sounds sad, but it's actually not sad at all. But still, hold on to your pants. To Lotus. All right, let's get right into this. <laughs> um, first off, we are, we're not reviewing any beers, but we are drinking Old Irving's Beezer tonight. Yes. We were, I was going to bring over a prop, and glad we didn't. We're going to drink that another time. Yeah. Um, I mean, while it would have been awesome, I mean, I, like I was thinking about it earlier today, I'm like, it is too close to prop day to want to drink another prop right now. I want to drink another prop. And just because, well, and it's also the, yeah. well, it's also the two of us, and yep. it's a, a weeknight, and doing that is just... I'm not saying that it would be a terrible idea. We've just, done it. But. We've done it. I just don't want it. Like, yeah, it's one of those. I feel like. I mean, I drink a lot of it at prop day. Like, I mean, not. I don't want to say a lot of it, but like, I used a fair share of my tokens to go back and get that like three times, maybe. Yeah, and Clark was nice enough to share those tokens that Jessica wasn't going to use uh, with us, so Correct. I got more prop with that as well. But it was just. It was so good. It's just. It's also 
it's very flavorful. Yes. Um, so if you haven't had the chance to try it yet, um, yeah, very flavorful. Like, and when Tony and I did the the pre prop day, um, we did prepping for prop. Yeah, we we basically combined. You know, we we basically tried to to French press our own um, version of this year's prop. Oh, and I'm I sorry. don't that want. Was my phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say that we were. Like way off the mark, but some of the things that I liked about what we did were also present in that beer. Um, but it did have a lot of chocolate. It did have that vanilla, and it did have that coconut, and it did have that oil, oily look that we <laughs> yeah. um, murky. But yeah, so kind of coming back to what I was starting with, like it's it's a it's a big beer, and it is definitely sweet um, after you do it for a while. Um, it's and, a lot to to to, yeah. to take on again. Yeah, on a weeknight. My body would not have been happy. My body was not very thrilled with me when I got home that evening, but I was happy. Yeah. I was very happy. Oh, and your night was it's basically like the start of your night was prop <laughs> day. I had a concert that <laughs> evening at 9 o'clock with my wife, which was fun. If you guys ever check them out, uh, there's a band called Camp, C-A-A-M-P. They're very cool. They're they a very good spell. band. I can spell. They can't. Touche. Anyway, let's get to let's get to the nitty gritty of it, man. We were Group A, we were, which was awesome. And again, Brandon, thank you very much for uh, bringing me along. But my pleasure. It was it was awesome. I can also thank my wife who bowed out. Yes, bowed out. <laughs> and, and and to my thanks, uh, you know, I made biscuits and gravy for yes all of us. We that had was a, awesome. We had a family breakfast that morning. That was kind of nice. We should do that more often. Yeah, I agreed. We, we should do that. Yeah, but, I mean, but, Becca said she'd make cream tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Laura would like that. I. I'm gonna take a hard pass on that. Do you just, just not, not like tuna? Not a tuna guy. Yeah. Like, is it is it canned tuna? Oh yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm not in. <laughs> no offense, Becca. Everything else that she's ever made, it was is so tasty. It was funny. The well, and it, that's like her mom's thing. But some reason, for some reason, they grew up on that. And I don't know if that was like her mom got that from her mom or whatever. But I remember the first time I went. No, I think her parents came up. Yeah, her mom and dad came up in 2016. It was the first year we were dating. And they came up for Thanksgiving that year um, at my family's house. And I remember coming down from my condo into Becca's condo. And they're like, oh, we made breakfast. Do you want some? I'm like, oh, sweet. What is it? They're like, cream tuna. I'm like, what the? I was like, no. And they're like, you got to try it. So I did. And it actually wasn't that bad. I mean, but I don't mind canned tuna. Um, yeah, so it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. But definitely I would not tell her to make that if we were doing that again. I mean, hey, if it's good, if you like it, Laura might like it. I'm not opposed. Yeah. But anyway. You could do a quiche. Oh, yeah. Quiche is great. I do a crustless quiche all the time. Ooh. Well, fire that up next time we do this breakfast thing, man. Yeah. Maybe we'll save prop for uh, that. I mean, like I said, because you brought me with, I feel like it's only fair that one of those two bottles I, you and I share, and I'll figure out what to do with the other one. Maybe Mike will get to have some. Nah. Anyway, Group A. <laughs> so we rolled up, and uh, for, first off, I think we can both agree that it was a very well-organized and well-run event with getting people in quickly, getting your bottles, getting your samples, and being able to experience the day in a whole. The one thing I did, and I realized this after the fact, um, I don't know if it was Sunday night or like yesterday? Today's Monday, right? Yeah, yesterday. I think I was thinking about it. I was like... They never checked, like, the name on the ticket. They yeah. Just... Well, I mean, they scanned the barcode, and that was it. You're but right. how do they know, like, I could have been, like, oh, yeah. Bob. 
And like you could have brought anybody. Yeah. Hmm. Because they checked your IDs first and then yeah. they banded you. And and somebody came up with that idea, I think, after they started letting people in and it was taking a while. And I feel like the idea was that they were checking your ID, banding you, and scanning you like all right there. Right. And somebody changed that plan and tr- to try to get the line to move a little bit quicker, not realizing yeah. that, okay, now we're no longer doing the checking of the names. Yeah. Because you know? Goose made a big thing about, you know, like on their site and everything, like, you will not be let in if, if your, your name, name does doesn't not match. match the it's ticket. like, okay, yeah. great. But then yeah. I, it made me think of people like, you know, Shalanda. You know, I was. She said she was bringing her husband. My assumption was that she bought him a ticket, mm-hmm. and he just, you know, he decided to go to Texas or whatever. <laughs> he just, he's like, you know what, yeah. Texas is yeah, prop day, Texas. Um, but anyway, so he went to go visit some friends, and like, um, she could have just given that ticket to anybody else. Well, she did. Someone else did have that ticket. Oh, okay, that's good. Uh, yeah, because good. she at one point, I don't know if you remember. She was with us, which, by the way, we met up with Shalanda and Clark and his wife, Jessica. They were in Group B, but Shalanda was in Group A. We saw her right away once we got there waiting in line. and so Right when we pulled up to the line. And we met met up with her right away and then hung out for the rest of the day. But she ended up at one point, she had to go back. It was like right in the beginning. She had to go back to the gate. And she's like, I'll be right back and came back. Mm Mm-hmm. She, excuse me, everybody. This is after we had the second... This is after we got our bottles. Yeah. Um, she had accidentally scanned the wrong ticket. And so I had to go back over there. So I wonder how that works. Oh, because she she accidentally scanned her friend's ticket instead of her ticket. And so when her friend got to scan their ticket, they said, you're already here. Oh. <laughs> you can't use the ticket. So they had to reverse it, whatever, or scan Shalanda's ticket yeah. so that she can go in. Um, but yeah, uh, right off the bat, I was caught off guard. Because we got our taster glass, and I was under the impression, no one said what it was, but I was under the impression that prop was the first beer they were giving us. Because it's prop day. Yeah. And I took a sip, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) And I was just kind of excited to be in there, and I didn't really put much thought into it. I'm like, I'm not really tasting anything they say that's in there, but it's good. I I, I like the way it tastes, but it was just kind of Bourbon County, which we found out. Yeah. It it was also... It was just Bourbon County. Yeah, so the beer was actually, I mean... All a beer, I think, for most of the day was a lot colder than I would normally like a stout, right. especially like Bourbon County. That was my thought. So, yeah, I think we were under the impression it's like, oh, yeah, maybe it needs to warm up for the flavors to develop. And I was holding on to it, and we were in the line going past, um, and again, that was a free pour when you came in. We were going past the Mon Cherie when we were going to get our bottles, and people were kind of like, you know, hopping out of line. Yeah, they were downing their beer and then going over to get that. I feel like if I would have known it was just regular Bourbon County, I would have been more likely to do that. I 100% would have done it. Be like, oh, yeah. good, we'll get the cherry beer right now. Yep. So, because then when we did go back that line, I mean, it wasn't it was ridiculously pre- long, no. but it was a lot longer than it was before. The longest we waited in a line was 30 minutes. Yes. And we'll get to that in, in, in a minute. Um, once you walked in, you got your taster glass and your badge and your tokens, you were also given a ticket. And this ticket told you. When you went inside to purchase, you had two options. Option one was for $75, you got two bottles of prop and bottle of Cafe de Oya, which, by the way, that is how you pronounce it. Not Ola, not Ala, not <laughs> whatever the hell we well, called yeah. it. Ole. Sorry, we <laughs> clearly don't. Uh, Habla Espanol. Yeah, let's see. Uh, <laughs> so that was, your, that was the first option was two bottles of prop and a bottle of Cafe de Oya. 
The second option was $130. Am I correct with that? Is it $130? I think yes. you get two bottles of prop, a bottle of Cafe de Oya, and the double barrel Bourbon County. Now, I went with option one. Brandon and Shalanda went with option two. And kudos to them because, as some of you may or may not know, oh, there goes the fridge. It's cooling down over there. <laughs> uh, the um, double barrel is not going to be available on Black Friday. In fact, a new lottery has started to purchase um, the double barrel, which I believe is about $55. So it's basically the new rare. And if you guys uh, are familiar with Bourbon County, rare. At one point, actually, it was rare, and it came out as a green box, uh, green bottle. It was very, I forget. It was aged in, what, 28-year-old barrels? Something. I, I'm, I'm, I might be very wrong about that, so excuse me. I don't have the facts in front of me. But rare was, was kind of a big deal when it was released, and, I mean, people, the original release, uh, people were going crazy for it, and you could you know, buy it on the secondary market for, I would say, probably close to three, 400 probably even more dollars at that point a couple years later they released rare again and it was 75 bucks for that bottle and then the following year they released it again and then it was found at jewel and it was still like 65 70 dollars and the the joke ended up becoming the not so rare rare because it was so easily uh and readily available um so that kind of backfired on them i had rare recently uh I think last year, and it still holds up. It's very, very good beer. And I think I said this on another episode that that's a $30 beer for me. Totally. Uh, I'm, I don't want to pay. I'm glad I didn't pay 75 Sorry to my friends who, who did um, pay for that. However, um, Double Barrel. I, I bought it at Prop Day. Yeah. The first Prop Day I went to. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, it was being offered. I think Mike did as well. Um, I think you had the option to buy two of them, if I'm not yes, mistaken. Yes, that's right, because it was the first time they were doing Maybe it. Maybe a lot of people didn't buy two. That's why they had so much left over. Could be. Um, so, yeah, the double barrel I passed on, and Shalanda, Brandon, and Clark, and Jessica all got it. And they continued to remind me the rest of the day how I blew it, because not only were, as far as I'm con- or as far as I know, they were not serving it there. We did not see it, and we did not have tokens left if they were serving it at the end of the fest. But I don't have it, and they do. So Yeah, we heard a rumor towards, I don't want to say the end. When did we leave? It was mm-hmm. a little after three. Yeah, I thought that it was they, closer to four, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, well, whatever. We were almost there the entire day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But somebody was saying that, um, oh, Shalanda had yeah. heard, overheard that they might be serving double barrel. Double barrel. Yeah. I have not seen anything online that confirmed that, like people say that they had it there. But, yeah. Um, I might do some more digging. I don't know if I, I don't think I saw it either, but whatever. Yeah. Um, people were trying to buy bottles there, too. Oh, yeah. And they were really underselling it, uh, trying to buy it from Shalanda for $100. And I say underselling is that, you know, everybody found out at that moment that it was not going to be released um, on Black Friday and that this was one of the one opportunities. And, it, Props to Emil, by the way, who we also ran into, who did his damnedest to try and <laughs> get me <laughs> get me a double barrel for me to swap out my purchase, and uh, they were not allowed. He to, had one, right? He bought it. one, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Did he make Jan buy one too? I think so. I think yeah. they. I think, uh, he's, you know, he's going to do that. That's, yeah. a, that's his allotment. I don't blame the guy. Yeah. If Laura was with me and be like, "We're buying both. I yeah. don't care. Merry Christmas <laughs> to me and you." 
Um, so anyway, so that's that. That's how that went down. And the reason why I bring that up is that it was a very funny ongoing joke in the recordings that uh, we were we were cracking up. Yeah, they were, and they were really <laughs> very mean to me about it, and they still are. I'm getting uh, Shalanda had tweeted about it. Jerk. Anyway, oh, she did a live. Didn't she oh yeah, live? that's right. There's yeah. If you find yeah, if you follow Afro Beer Chick, there is uh, we are with her in her live recording where I show off my terrible white guy dance moves. Yeah. Pull the you can pull the audio off that and just insert it in here. I'm not gonna do. That. I might. I might try and do it. If it's here, here we go. If not, it was just me saying here we go. <laughs> um. So what was our first beer other Ca- than bourbon? Cafe de Oya. Oh yeah, Cafe de Oya. What were your? How do you think? Well, yeah. How about this? How do you think we did? Because that was the other beer other than prop that we we tried to replicate. I think we were extremely close, like shockingly close. I agree 100%. Um, there was more cinnamon in that, in, in the actual Cafe de Oya that I felt in mine. Yes. When I say mine, I mean my glass, because I ended up adding more cinnamon to mine. Yeah, but I, I I was shocked at the similarities and kind of blown away by the fact that we actually got so close. Yeah. Um, first impressions, too, of that beer was like... I, there was no orange, mm-hmm. um, but then as you kind of went back, and I feel, I mean, as it sat in my hand longer too, a little bit, like the orange became more prominent, yeah, but not overpowering, which is what I was afraid of, yeah. And, and we kind of talked about the similarities of how it was close to like those orange chocolate candy type things, yeah. Um, I mean, nowhere near as like you know orange and chocolate forward, but right. definitely prominent. Um, and nice, actually. That was probably one of my favorites of the night. Yeah. Um, and I would love, like, if we, you know, crack one of those up and get that warm. Oh, yeah. That I, would be, I that's agree. a good one. That's going to be a fun one to drink. I'm looking forward to drinking that one again. That is my, and I'm, I'm going to kind of see if I remember them all, or remember where I rank them all. But Cafe de Oya is my number two of the variants that we tried uh, for Bourbon County this year. The one thing that stood out for me on that beer, Shalanda had said this. She she said it just reminded her of Midnight Orange, which was the orange chocolate last year. Um, that they had a whole bunch lying around, and they just made a variant of a variant by adding cinnamon and some coffee. And I'm like, hmm, that's kind of funny. Um, I don't know if necessarily that is the case, <laughs> but I do. The, as I was drinking it, it was it's, it's very well layered. Like cinnamon was up front. Then some orange came through and like the brown sugary sweetness, like molasses. And by the time I was done with the pour, the aftertaste in my mouth, or there was orange in there. And then by the like final sips, but aftertaste in my mouth was coffee. So I actually got to taste all the ingredients they said were in there at different times of drinking that. And we, we drank that relatively fast. Uh, we let it warm up a little bit because we were standing around. That's when we met up with Clark because Clark finally came yep. in and... Yeah, I gotta say, man, that one. Um, I'm surprised how much I ended up liking that variant, and it, I'm gonna recommend that for people going out Black Friday or after Black Friday because you know some of these variants do stick around. I highly recommend grabbing this. Don't be afraid of the orange, the or coffee if you don't like those flavors. They're blended so well that I, I, I don't think, as we were saying, it's layered. So nothing's going to really stand out and hit you in the face with this flavor. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> I think that was a solid choice, too, to put in the bag for, like, the yes. purchase. And I was, at first I was like, oh, kind of bummed because it's yeah. so specific with, like, orange and, and coffee. I'm like, yeah. I don't think you're going to like this. Like I said, that's my number two 
of what we tasted uh, yet on Sunday. Yes. Ah, this Old Irving Beezer is refreshing. <laughs> Old Irving Beezer, a double dry hopped India Pale Ale at 6.9% alcohol volume. It's brewed with citra, mosaic, citra, mosaic, citra, and mosaic. If you're looking for a refreshing, thirst-quenching New England IPA, try Old Irving Brewing's Beezer. It's like Weezer with a B. OldIrvingBrewing.com, Chicago, Illinois. We just made a commercial for Old Irving. All right. What was the... Oh, the next beer. next beer was the most obvious choice for us, which was... Regular, no, it was prop. <laughs> now, Brandon, you had already kind of talked about what you thought of prop, but now talk about what you thought of prop this year. So, <clears throat> yeah, compared to previous props, I, I probably ranked this up with, I don't know, I'd have to do like a side-by-side of like... Let's do it right now. Go yeah. get... <laughs> <laughs> of Yeah, but I, I mean, I think that's, that would be like... Crucial, but um, I think it was probably my favorite. Prop of all time? Yeah. Wow. Um, you hear that, Eric? You made a believer. Because honestly, I don't know if I ever had 17. The Bananas Foster one? Yeah. Do you not have a 17? No, I don't think so. You better check after this episode. Yeah. And if not, we need to hook up with somebody who's got a 2017 prop. Bananas Foster prop that year. I mean, it just it blew me away how good it is. And I'd really be interested to see what it tastes like now, two years later. Yeah. Well, and that's... <clears throat> so that's when you were talking about how that, that one was your favorite. I was I was just going through my head. I was like, I don't know if I ever even tried it. Like, oh, man. Because I think that was the year, too, when, like, Rabbits had their um, Bourbon County event. Mm-hmm. And I had gone... I don't know if that was one of the ones... One of the days I met you there. I think it was one where you couldn't make it. Um, that was the one I couldn't make it. That was you had the last pour of vanilla. Something. No, yeah. I was there for a pour of vanilla. Yeah. There was one there where I showed up by myself and Prop, I think, had just blown. Like, they had it all day yes. and I had showed up and I was like, oh, can I get a Prop? They're like, no. I was like, no. Yeah, anybody in the northwest side of Chicago when Rabbits has their... Don't tell people. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think I have to agree with you that this is... My favorite prop as well. And maybe doing a side-by-side, it would be great. I really wish I held on to all my props because they're all good. You never know when you're going to get a chance to try it again. Yeah. But any friends out there that still have their props, let's get together and have like a prop showdown or prop tasting together. Or our um, own prop day. <laughs> this prop, really the first thing, man, it's, it's hard. it smells like chocolate fudge. It smells like hot fudge. Um, to me, yes, I got that right off the bat, and I think that comes from the cocoa nibs. And the vanilla was the first thing that I really tasted. And it's not vanilla; it's not a vanilla bomb like vanilla last year, which I did really like the Bourbon County vanilla. Mm-hmm. But it was it helped. Like the first sip, I tasted vanilla and chocolate, and then I the next sip I took like the sweetness of like the coconut kind of came in and there's like that little bit of the nuttiness from there's a toasted pecans in there right yeah so all those flavors again were very well layered and really kind of didn't none none no flavor outshine the other it just kind of agreed it, it they were all there on its own you can pick them out but they blended so well together 
um, that it was the my favorite beer of the day. Yeah, I would definitely say that was my favorite too. I mean, that's the one I went back to. And I think I have most. to agree with you that it is my favorite prop. Second being the 2017, the third one being 2014, which I think is the coconut and that cocoa was, nibs. And was that the original prop or no? I don't know. It says it on the bottom. We'll look at you. Yeah. your bottle down here. Yeah. We'll look at the, the we'll, run, we'll do a rundown of the props yeah, for each cool. year. Um, but yeah, it's it's up there, man. I mean, those 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 three are my favorite. So I think 2013 might be the first. 2013 is the first. Now I remember that large format. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, just kind of what Tony said. Just the flavor profile on it was so well balanced. Um, but I was still shocked by the oil that we saw, kind of yes, a little bit like good point forming on it. So there was it's little to no head. On that prop, yeah, um, and even the they're pouring them from pitchers. They're filling up pitchers from kegs. They're gonna lose some head on some of those beers, but some pours from the other beers, like you got a nice head on it, and this was nothing. Yeah, and it was it almost had like a creamy texture, yeah. like mouthfeel. I guess that's the word. Um, but it was it was such an enjoyable thing. Like I want to pull I want to point something out real quick. <laughs> I think this is the second, maybe not the second episode in a row, but the second episode where you say mouthfeel or aroma, very like, like mm, aroma or mouthfeel. Uh, those are real beer terms. <laughs> I know, but it's so great. I know, no, I know. You don't want to be pretentious, and you're yes. not pretentious, man. Those are real things. Those are real feelings. Uh, anyway, now, I now that I totally distracted, I would what Beezer. that would be a beer that I would definitely. But like pour over like some really good vanilla ice cream. Oof. Yeah. I would love to cook with that somehow. Without, oh, I was just going to say that too. Any. Like even blending that with like a maple syrup and like yeah. doing pancakes. Or... Yeah. Like put that in a pancake bag. Because I think Oof. maple syrup, but it like pancakes and like that flavor profile would I think lend itself well to like maple syrup. Oh, I agree. You know? I, I agree. And it, it had to be just a hint of maple syrup. Not too much where it had sweetness because it's already very sweet. Yeah. But enough to get that maple flavor um, into it. Um, so that was prop. So we've gone through. We kind of went through original Bergen County, which we both yeah. we were kind of put off because we weren't really sure. And we did go back and taste it. I'm not knocking regular Bergen County because I mean that is the jam. That is yeah. why this happens. It's another year of Bergen County. And yeah, it's but another... there's just so much. Like they do so such great things with yeah. these the variants. You know, it's variants, like. Yeah. It, it's weird that it over these overshadow just regular Bourbon County, and I, I'm I'm not poo pooing uh, regular Bourbon County. I'd be like, yeah, it was good. If you like Bourbon County, you'll like it. But really, it was. I mean, everything that you like about and that we like about Bourbon County is is there this year. I think the next one we did was I don't remember if we went back and got wheat wine. We did wheat wine. I think wheat wine I was next. That one, I remember the three of us, me, you, and Shalanda, saying right off the bat was it smelled like bourbon and bananas. Yep. And it tasted like banana, like candied bananas almost to me uh, with bourbon. Yes. Like if you could candy bananas in a pan with bourbon, 
almost like bananas foster without uh cinnamon well what was it um because later in the <laughs> day you really blended good. was it that and what did you mix from was it regular oh, bourbon prop. county no no we took that in prop yeah. uh clark and i did that and it smelled great and you're like, it smells like bananas fosters <laughs> it did don't blend those they don't taste great together it, they're just very off-putting um the wheat wine was very boozy too it was very strong i remember i remember being banana and then bourbon and kind of like this hotness to it. Yeah, and it didn't, you know, compared to the other, um, obviously, bourbon counties, you know, color-wise, you definitely know it's not like yeah, bourbon it, county. Not um, up. And if we're going to use the word mouthfeel again. Yeah. Um, anyway, so it, it, it was a lot lighter in that ter- in that sense. It wasn't like, it didn't feel like, you know, like a cream. It didn't have that creaminess. It was more... You know, kind of one note as far as that goes. But, yeah, the flavor was awesome. I thought, I mean, I, I liked that beer. I went back and I got that a second time. Yeah. I did, you know, and I wish I did. But, um, but I was so just, I was on prop. Yeah. I was on prop all day. Uh, because I know I only have the two bottles. <laughs> Once those are gone, those are gone. I'm sure I'll share some with, you know, somebody else to crack them Unless open. Unless you get but, some on Black Friday. You know? Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. That's really what I'm aiming for. Wheat wine is my third favorite of the day. Okay. So, I do. So, so far, it's prop. Cafe de Oya and wheat wine; those are my three favorite. I'm not so in this. I'm not including regular Bourbon County. No, no, no. Come bourbon on. County is just like we said, so pedestrian. Yeah, that's come on, losers. Um, I think I'm between that and then one we had later in the day, which um, was the two year. Next up was. I think that's when we got in the Templeton line. We thought we were in line because <laughs> there was a whole separate. So this, the way it was set up this year, like the beers were all over the place, which is kind of nice instead of just being in one area. There were so many people there, man. If they had it in one area, it would have been a crap show. Well, around three or four o'clock, you yeah, know, it kind of started easier. thinning out, and that's how it was when Clark and I went. So I was like, "Oh, I'm glad it's all in here." Like people were hanging out in that garage area where regular wheat wine and proper at. That all the beers were there, but all the lines were pouring it, so the lines just kept moving. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, they don't really like six, you know stand around and talk to the person who's pouring or the person who's getting the pour. I don't know. Like I'd feel I'm so tempted to like if we, like if I get the honor of going again in like a future year, I'd be like why should like if I got Group A, like show up at two thirty. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. There's no need. There, there. Now again, I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to get our bottles. Yeah, um, that was the big. That's the reason we were there. Yeah. But I would definitely not mind going a little bit later and letting the crowd thin out. Yeah, because there was, and I was, I actually saw online that there was people that went through, came in, bought their bottles, and then left. Yeah. They didn't even stay around to try things. Which one is, guy was like, in one of the beer groups, was like, oh, I had, a, I had a flight the next morning, so I had to get, you know, had to get my bottles, come home, I had to pack and everything and get ready for my trip. And I was like, man. Oh, okay. Uh, and he kept his tokens because he took pictures of his tokens with his beer. And I was like, you son of a Oh, man. Like, you could have well, given those to I somebody mean, like me. He paid for them, but well, yeah. man, why didn't you at least just go in and grab a taster of something? Yeah, we got a free bourbon county yeah. on the way. Yeah. And cheers and to maybe you. Maybe he grabbed Gary. a Moncherry as he was turning the Yeah, corner. we'll talk about that soon. Uh, so we thought we were in line for the two year and the reserve, which is set up in a cool CTA car, but it turns out but they stole. Yes, uh, and now the trains can't run in Chicago. <laughs> It turns out it was the secret line that I was looking for in the beginning, and a guy just popped out of the side door and started pouring beer for us, and it turned out to be the Templeton Rye from 2013. Correct. And that was freaking delicious. Yeah, I mean, that's not... 
it's not what I remember it to be. It's definitely died down a little bit. Six years later, uh, I think yeah. That'll but it was still, it still had a little bit of kick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I, and it didn't cost me a token. Yeah, I w- I think maybe the idea that I didn't know that's what we were gonna get because even as we were going up there, we're like, wait, why is this guy just pouring something? We're here to yeah. get the two year or the rye. Yeah, because they had a whole setup of like three or four bartenders pouring the rye or the two-year and they were I, I noticed that we were in a line that did not meet up with where that bar went yeah it was um, really weird and yeah then the, the guy kept popping out the window and it was just had a pitcher in his hand and was just pouring stuff and people had asked when we were in line and like oh, asked yeah. tony and it was like hey, what line is this and tony's like same line you're in man going for the two-year they're like no, you're not. Yeah, and we had we had asked too when we got in that line, and somebody said, "Oh, you're in the line for the special stuff." We're like, "No, dude, this is the two year line." Yeah, and someone else told me behind me was like, "Yeah, that's no, this is the two year line." And I was like, "Oh, okay, great." So nobody knew what line we were in, but we ended up with a special treat of Templeton Rye. But we didn't want to go and wait uh, for the two year and <laughs> Rye right away, so we made our way over to the Mont Cherry line, which. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was the sadness of the day. It was because it was probably the most disappointing Bourbon County variant I've ever had. And why was it the most? <laughs> uh, why was it the most disappointing? Was it because of the flavor? Uh, it was like <laughs> Shalanda said. It was like a bur- <laughs> Robitussin flavored Bourbon County. Yeah, I mean the cherry. We talked about like the maraschino cherry, like that syrup. Yeah, like uh, I almost feel like if I had more of that, it would have been better. Like yeah. there was just the way that the I don't know the way that the Bourbon County and this, these these cherries that they used in it kind of played off each other. It just kind of tasted like a, a fake, gross cherry flavor. I did not dig it. None of us did actually. Yeah, and I think one of the things I commented like it would have been so much better if it had kind of like a cherry cordial type sure flavor but it was it, it was that off-putting yeah if, there, if it was like a cherry more of like a, a pie type deal to that that might have been you know something else to to elevate it and change it but just straight up cherry into the bourbon county i did not uh, dig yeah and because and just because so many people liked it i would be curious to try it again like if it was warmer just sure. to see if that does anything to it. Um, if anybody you know has one laying around or wants to buy me one, whatever. One, I'm Black Friday. Um, yeah, I don't know if maybe I I'll get one. I don't know. I'm gonna see. I... Bra- I'm gonna see if I can kidnap you on Black Friday, Brandon. Let's see what the price point is on that, though. Like, yeah, no, I agree. Because um, again, it's not like one I would go running after. Um, if it was on tap somewhere, I'd probably be inclined to. That's probably when you and I will try it again. Yeah. It's on. It's gonna be on tap. Yeah. At some of our secret locations where we go and try them around this time of year. Hey, we've only have two more beers to discuss, and we've got some other things to talk about, but I think we should take a break right now. And for this break, we have music provided by someone you and I went to high school with, Brandon. Oh, God, who? Tim Claddy's band. Oh, Tim nice. Claddy was in my class. Um, you know what? And pause. I had to do this last time. I don't want to mess it. Yeah, I was right resume and tim's band uh is real bad real fast and i'm not saying that that's the type of band that they are uh, <laughs> uh, but maybe that's what they that's why they call themselves that but the name of their band is real bad real fast if you like uh some heavy 
some heavy guitars and some screaming vocals and fucking awesome punk rock metal attitude. It gets real bad real fast. I really <laughs> suck at selling all these bands. <laughs> <laughs> like, I should never uh, ever try and talk it up. But Tim, thanks a lot, man, um, for sending me this. This song is called Ronin Pharaoh, and you can find them on Bandcamp. And it literally is just real bad, real fast.bandcamp.com. And I think they got a Facebook page, too. I'll be sure to throw it in there. But here is their number one hit, Ronin Pharaoh. <laughs> a quick one thanks to real bad they never know oh the break was no the song song is actually (laughs) (sighs) so yes by the way when we actually take breaks we do take breaks we don't just hit pause and then start recording again we we take a break because we can only talk to each other for so long yeah um this is now three weeks later (laughs) (laughs) that was uh thanks to tim and his band real bad real fast you can find them on Bandcamp, uh, and i believe on facebook i'm not sure if spotify but real bad real fast dot bandcamp.com thank you again guys for uh letting us use your song um that was dope that was dope bro anyways back to prop day day. the last two beers on the list uh oh yeah so by the way mon sherry i don't know if i uh, i didn't rate it before the break but that is on the bottom of the list (laughs) yeah i don't know if you you guys gathered that from my (laughs) disdain for it but the very last two ones that uh, were available were the Two Year and Rye, and we got back in line for that. Mm-hmm. And Brandon and I decided to not have to go through that line again. He got Two Year, I got Rye, and we swapped, and we had sips together. Yes. We shared spit via cup. Best way to do it, man. Um <laughs> So my thoughts was I kind of liked the two-year more than I did the rye. I liked the two-year more than the rye as well. Um, I didn't dislike it, but again, like, it just, I don't know, there's something about it. And you can, I think you mentioned kind of like the spiciness or whatever. Just. Yeah, the rye definitely had the rye spice uh, to it, which isn't bad. Um, it's just not, I'd, I'd rather drink like a rye whiskey um, than have a rye barrel-aged beer, yeah. to be honest. Uh, but it wasn't bad. It's not bad by any means. Two year was a little more complex with uh, a lot of vanilla. 
Like, not vanilla, like the... Like a vanilla bomb or like the vanilla in prop or the vanilla in vanilla uh, bourbon county from last year, but like the actual like bourbony vanilla, like vanilla you get from bourbon. Yeah, um, I agree with that. That that stood out, which I kind of like because that is something I really do like about bourbon. Um, you know, bourbon being sweeter than whiskey uh, and scotch. Yeah, um, see, and like that reserve would be another one that warm. I think I would probably enjoy a lot more. The two-year reserve, yeah. Yeah, especially with yep. those bourbon notes in it. And you and I were kind of, not powering through those, but we were just kind of, we were going ready, getting ready to go. We were going ready. We were getting ready to go talk to Eric as well once we had those. Yeah, um, and I also feel like we, I mean, we both tried them. We both knew that they weren't like favorites, so we were just like, yeah, whatever. Right. Just kind of get through this. I would say it would be two-year, then rye. And yes. it's not because I think one's better than the other. It's just preference at yeah. this point. So to run it down, the other. <laughs> to run it down, my list would be Prop, Cafe de Oya, the Wheat Wine, the Two Year, the Rye, and then Mon Sherry. Okay. That is where I stand. And if I needed to put regular Bourbon County in there, um, it would probably be... No, I'm not going to put it in there. It's no. stupid to put it in there. Why would I put it in there? I said I wasn't going to do it. Yeah, because well, and, and but that I mean that's a tough thing though. Like if you actually thought about it, like where would you put it? You know, and, and to me, I mean, I'd probably put it over the rye actually. I put it over the rye, and I think I'd put it over two year. Possibly. I think it'd be right after the wheat wine, or. But again, I don't know. I go back to the yeah. whole proper serving temperature thing. And yeah. Like if it's to a temperature that I enjoy. Yeah. That might change my. I mean, to be honest, we do have a Christmas episode coming up, and I have a feeling some sort of Bourbon County will make its uh, way onto the show. Uh, it's As it does. It's not necessarily <laughs> a Christmas beer, but, you know, it's always Christmas when you got Bourbon County. No, but, you, I mean, it's released you know, Black Friday. Right after Thanksgiving. It's the ultimate Christmas gift. It is. I think my wife said that because I bought that beer, that's all I'm getting for Christmas. Yeah. I'll take it, Laura. Checkmate. Anyways, overall, I would say that the... Whoa, there's a little bug flying around, and it's 40 degrees outside. What's going on, little bug? What are you doing here, man? Get out of here. <clears throat> overall, it was an awesome prop day. Yes. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was awesome hanging out with Shalanda, Afro Beer Chick, all day long. She put up with us. She tolerated us. If you go on her Twitter, at Afro Beer Chick... Um, <laughs> You'll see some pictures of us and some videos. I think there's some. I think there's multiple dancing videos too. Yeah, the boomerangs. Yeah, if you go to our Instagram, we have uh, some pictures and, and some boomerangs on there as well. Um, but yeah, man, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I had a great time. I mean, I did forget to mention the cigars that I picked up. Too. Oh right, I haven't tried those, but um, so I think it's Up Down Cigar uh, was at Prop Day, and what they do is they take some of the barrels from Bourbon County. And once the barrels are empty, they take the cigars. So it's it's empty, like it's the they drain the beer out, right? Gotcha. Uh, and then they so post bourbon, yeah, county. post bourbon gotcha. county beers drained out, and they just jam it full of cigars, like the full you know put together you know already hand rolled cigars or assuming hand rolled. Anyways, they if put them not. in there, and I, I don't know how long they let them sit in there for, but the idea is that that residual moisture that lives in the barrel is then absorbed by that super dry tobacco um, to give you the flavor cool. of the cigar. So I want to try one of those if you have one to share one day yeah. with me. I know your father-in-law is getting the brunt of those. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what he wants when he comes in. But yeah, it was. 
it's an interesting concept. Um, and yeah. then there was a bunch of other stuff there that had bourbon county kind of blended with it. That Didn't end up doing the gelato, which I wish I did. Yeah, and I because if I remember correctly, like that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I remember the. I mean, we talked about the marshmallow that we had the first prop that we yeah. went to, which was really oh, yeah. good. Uh, I didn't see any of that. We did. Uh, we had some. We had some bourbon. We had two types of bourbon. Oh yeah, the Heaven Hill. The Heaven Hill bourbon. The larceny. Larceny, and then the the what was it? The regular. The larceny proof. is the barrel proof. And then oh yeah, Jesus. Which was one hundred and twenty-seven. One hundred thirty or whatever. It was ridiculous. It, Brad and I both were. Not gagging in a bad way, but we were really caught off guard by that really small pour. It was um, smoky. Yeah, it was very good, which was super cool. It was funny when we first got there. There was a long line to try the the bourbon. I'm like, I'm I'm not really here for a bourbon. Uh, I'm here for Bourbon County, not just to, you know, not to try bourbon. So by the time we got up there, the line was super long, and this was or super short, and it was towards the end of the day. Yeah, um, that but was yeah, the uh, thing I noticed that prop day was prop day was great. Prop, we had prop day success all around. Yeah, next year I think I'll, next time I go there I'll eat something too. Which they did have. Uh, I believe is it Palina Meat Market. Possibly, like Lily Q's was there. Well, the reason why the, there was a Bourbon County brought, and the reason why I know that oh. is that tomorrow night for dinner with my good friends Dan and Becky, they're coming over because she bought a four pack of those at wherever. I'll find out so I can tell you where to go. It's ten bucks for four brats. Uh, but they were selling them for seven bucks a piece. I'm like, I'm not gonna buy it if I'm gonna have this on Wednesday. Yeah. So I'll give you, Brandon. I'll give you a personal podcast review. Uh, I'll record it for you and send it to you. Deal. There's only four in a pack. Otherwise, I'd say <laughs> come on by. Uh, but yeah, there was there was a bunch of that stuff mixed in, and overall, that was uh, it was a great prop day, man. I say what you want about Goose Island. Clearly, we're fans of Goose Island because we talk about it all the time, and this is the third. Fourth show just based on Bourbon County, so we're we're clearly fans of this beer. Well, I mean, we've had we've got friends that have worked there, so yeah. <clears throat> um, and then again, like Eric was the mastermind behind this year's prop, and he was so humble uh, about yeah uh, everybody coming up there and us coming up there, just saying how much we loved it. And he was so honored, um, and I think he said the word is that it touches his heart uh, every yeah. time he hears. Like that's got to feel great, you know. To, yeah, man. People don't telling you that like, this is the best prop that they've ever had. Yeah. Like, Which I think I, I'm almost positive I heard that. No, <laughs> numerous. I, times. I did hear that, yeah. and I did. I saw like online. That's what I. Everyone was like, hands down, this is the best prop. And I'm in. I mean, I'm in some some of the same beer groups that Eric's in, and just the people that were tagging him, like, dude, this is amazing. Blah, yeah. blah. I was like, hands down. You know my favorite. I'm looking so forward far. to drinking it again. I'm looking yeah. forward for like a specific moment to have some more prop. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking forward to, to trying it again. Hopefully, like aged a little bit. Yeah, you know, not I'll, like you know, like in like six to eight months. Like curious to just how it'll develop in the bottle. Like I don't want it. I think the bottle says five years this yeah. year, and I was like, I just Sorry, don't know if I want to do five years. <laughs> no, I. You've I don't got know if some. I can wait five years. Well, we were just looking at some. You've got a handful of props in there that uh, are at the five-year point now. Uh, so we should probably crack those open. Soon. Let's do it right now. Yeah, after the final pour. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, I do want to talk about something else, which is it's kind of a, a bittersweet moment. And that bittersweet moment is this announcement. This is the final 212 Roundtable podcast. Good night. And the reason why that is that we're changing the name. <laughs> yes. Uh, we are still doing the podcast, but when we first set out to do this show, we were centric, uh, 
I think if you if you look listen, I think I listened to the first episode recently with uh, Stephanie. Um, you and I were sitting across from each other in my basement doing the intro to this, discussing where we thought this podcast was going to go. Correct. We were going to be kind of focused, not kind of, but we were going to focus more on the homebrew aspect of beer. And as we've gone along, we've realized that homebrew has been a part of it, but it's not really the focus. It's kind of become something more. It's more about craft beer or beer in general and the history of beer and yeah. different styles and our, our love of it and the people that we know that are involved. Yeah, and part of that too was I think you know, originally our thought was that, you know, as members of the 212 Brew Club, we were going to be brewing more with the club and kind of, you know, reviewing that stuff a little bit more. And, you know, just as this year had gone by, you know, a lot of people had stuff going on, like, you know, Mike's got a kid. You have a you know, kid. I just had a, I had a kid in May. Ron's got kids. Um, yeah, Ron's got kids. So I shipped my kid off to college. Yeah. Um, so I, I, we were all just kind of like in different positions, like where this, and again, like when it came to brewing, it was kind of Tony and I usually that were kind of coordinating that kind of stuff sure. and like setting, you know, getting things together and like setting the schedule. Um, and you and, and I have brewed specifically together this year. A couple of times. But specifically, or not you just said that word. Sorry. I was like, oh, I'm just carrying it. Um, Good but, specific. But mostly, I think, because, you know, like I was out this summer just, you know, dealing with, you know, raising my son. Um, we just kind of, the brewing became kind of secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, and the podcast, when we could get together and meet up and like record some episodes, it was while we would, you know, touch on some stuff brewing related. There wasn't enough to carry an entire yeah. episode. Especially with uh, homebrewing. And there are a ton... And there's a ton of great homebrewing podcasts out there. There's a ton of great craft beer podcasts out there. What I think we ended up doing was bringing a little more... I don't want to say personality to it, but personality in the sense of... I think if you look at the guests that we've had on the show um, just this year... We've had people in the industry, not in the industry, my neighbor Jeff, <laughs> uh, friends, uh, people who are all different walks of, of life when it comes to craft beer or not even anything to do with beer. They've been on the show and it's been about our experiences with beer and so that's kind of what it's morphed into and to carry on with the 212 Brew Club name kind of does the brew club injustice and it also is misleading for Correct. what this show is and with that we're also uh happy to announce that uh my sister and my brother-in-law uh, who have a production company down in atlanta will be coming up and they as we said we're going to start doing video we have a 4k video ca- uh, video camera we have a 4k <laughs> video camera coming up here we do we have a 4k camera coming up uh they're going to set up here in brandon's basement and we're going to start filming our podcasts um which means there will be a video portion of the show but we will still continue to have the actual audio podcast i'm not sure how that's still going to play yeah. out not sure if the video is going to be as long as the Audio or, or vice versa. Yeah, who knows? Um, yeah, but I, that's all happening. Yeah, so I still think you know, <clears throat> and we kind of talked about this. So the 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 audio portion of the podcast that we do will probably largely remain the same how yeah. we do it now. Um, 
and then the video will be done. You know, we'll figure that out as we go along. Yeah, um, just like how we've done this podcast for yeah, the last year, pretty much. <laughs> um, so yeah, once we get that aspect in there, you know, the the first few runs are going to be interesting. Interesting, yeah, to say the least. You know, well, considering our first episode that we're going to do with the camera is no longer happening, unfortunately, the guest that we had uh, slated to do the beer and food pairing had an unaccept- unaccepted, unacceptable, and unexpected <laughs> uh, trip to uh, the West Coast. So yeah. we'll have to get back in touch with him to do that episode. Um, so things like that uh, pop up. Now, as far as the name goes, well. We don't have we don't really have a name just yet. So hopefully got a couple things we're kicking around. Yeah, I was hoping to have the name tonight um to tell you guys so we could, you know, get the word out, but the the this I I'm hoping to keep the same SoundCloud page and that if we change everything, we can just kind of update everything cuz I don't want Yeah, I don't want to lose um all these great episodes that we've had. And, I, and I'm going to leave it all as the 212 Roundtable. Yeah, we're not going back and rebranding all the old ones. No, I'm not doing that. You guys will just have figure to... Figure it out. Yeah, figure <laughs> it out. Um, but yeah, so that that was that was it. So this is technically the last 212 Roundtable. Um... And just... just <laughs> Well, I mean, we haven't been releasing episodes for a year, but we started this whole process about a year ago. Yeah, so we've right. done... Yeah, so to, to come... Full circle. Yeah. From yeah, just recently. Uh when was it when we did the pre prop? Yep. Wasn't it? We got a notification. I think it was that day. Yeah, we that see. we had recorded the episode zero, which uh, I've renumbered the episodes if you guys didn't notice, um, in the podcast. It's because episode zero doesn't really count as episode thirteen. So it's no longer episode thirteen, which means that the final episode It's like the thirteenth floor doesn't count. <gasps> what? <laughs> uh the very last episode for this year will be our Christmas episode and I'm not oh, oh, sh- sure. Uh, I'm not sure how we're gonna pull this off yet, and where exactly we're gonna do it. But I have big plans to try and get some of the guests that were on episodes past to come on by and drink a Christmas beer with us, and kind of celebrate one full year basically of doing the podcast and everybody that was kind of a part of it. Yeah, and maybe some new people too. I don't know. All I know is Jeff has to be on it because I told, I <laughs> said episode twenty would be Jeff. We also have another episode still not released, which I think we'll do at the end of the year as well, which is when we did the Dunkelweiss episode, oh, yeah. which Mike was on, and uh, <laughs> luckily we had audio pro- uh, problems, and that episode has still yet to be released, and it's a bonus episode with Jeff, where Jeff tells a very loud joke at the end of the show. L- loud and long. <laughs> yeah, it was our first time also recording during a brew day. So you get to hear the propane take going, cars drive by in the garage. It's going to be great. But um, yeah, I'm going to do some bourbon before I leave here tonight. <laughs> um, but hey, man. Warms the soul. I think that's about it. Do you have anything else? Sorry, I feel like I rambled on about no, the, that's all, right. all this <clears throat> at the end. It's a lot to talk about. Just Tony taking over the mic as usual. Sorry, Brandon. Um no, I got nothing. I'm I'm excited about moving into the next chapter. Yeah. Um, just kind of see what we can do with the video. Um, You've got some cool ideas. I've got some okay ideas, but yeah, and and again, so the idea, like, so what we had talked about too is we're not necessarily going to be tied. You know, the plan is to not be tied to you know the basement. You know, we're not going to be sitting around. Which you'll this see bar. in the next episode. Yeah. yeah. So we're not going to be sitting around this bar just kind of talking uh the plan is that we kind of want to get out there you know probably aim towards like the spring like once we kind of get the hang of what you know what we need to do for the video 
the turnaround time for the video kind of stuff. How to use the camera. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's all that's all going to play into this, but definitely that's on our timeline of kind of exploring everything that we can do. So. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. It's going to be good. It will be excellent. All right. Well, I think that's another episode, man. And it, yes, it's, yes, it is. Brandon, I love you. Love you too, man. Thanks for uh, doing this for the past year. Yeah, man. You too. Thanks. This has been great. Um, and thanks again for the prop day invite. That was a lot of fun. Of course, man. Looking forward to uh, drinking some more of those with you soon. Oh, yeah, soon enough, I'm sure. No, I mean tonight. <laughs> like, once we're done. What? We're going to drink all the brabby. Go home, Tony. You're drunk. <laughs>